Woke up and I'm already late. Didn't sleep well at all. Lucky there's some old coffee. Probably a little moldy, but without coffee, I don't stand a chance, so. Mmm. Yep, that's really bad. Um, Sandra always says the only place to start is at the beginning. So I pulled the name Angel Perez from a national missing children's database. Uh, Calling County Police a few times has led me to Deputy Lorenzo Reigns. Sounds like a TV action star. It was easy enough to find his desk with a few calls this morning, and now I just gotta try to catch him there. Been calling for a while already. I've retrofitted this setup to do phone interviews on the landline while I waited to avoid possible call drops since my cell is getting even less service than yesterday. I'm hoping to get some context on Angel's disappearance and the investigation, as well as some context for this town. It's still quiet around here, and, and the heat builds up fast. I've opened every window I could. Once painted over so many times I gave up, but the rest, it's wide enough to let the wind in if there ever is one. Could be a way to frame the beginning. This quiet town abandoned by authorities sworn to protect and serve, but somehow this town falls out of their purview and tax bracket. This town where nothing ever happens, rocked to its foundations with loss. Though it doesn't seem like it was. But absence is like that. It's not an explosive event, it's a quiet void. And if there's any lasting impression of this entire town, (laughs) is that it's a quiet void. Deputy Reigns. Hi, um, hello, this is Sebastian Reyes. Thanks for the time. I've reached that a few times regarding a missing persons case. You're the podcast guy? Uh... Yeah, I'm the journalist who's calling about Angel Perez, was reported missing a few weeks ago. The podcast guy. (laughs) Yeah. What's your podcast about? Uh, It's a... It's a series from a very popular news outlet. Look, I'm I'm doing a story about Angel Perez, and you're the name attached to the missing persons report. I was hoping to have a word. You know guys here be giving me shit thanks to you, calling me famous... Got a podcast asking after me. (laughs) I'm asking after Angel Perez. And with your permission, I'd like to record the interview. Record me for what? Uh, Just for the story. It's just for notes, really, and not necessarily featured or anything. Although, if you'd like, I I wouldn't mind. What is the name? Um, Angel Perez. Doesn't ring a bell? Give me a second. A little disconcerting, a boy's gone missing and it's lost in a pile. <laughs> Look, this state has over 100 missing kids. And those are just the ones that's reported. And from, Jesus, yeah, look, and he's from Palomas. Yeah? Where are you from? Uh, I'm in from Chicago. In from Chicago? Yeah, I'm here in Palomas. You're there? Oh, Christ, and you'll understand. Listen, town like that... It's too small to pay into a local police force. Instead, they depend on contracted deputies from neighboring counties to be available. Yeah, I've heard. And you're available to Palomas? Sure. When I can. Some towns appreciate a presence to settle disputes and feel protected, I guess. So you protect the residents of Palomas? No, not really. Well, yes, of course. But I'm trying to tell you... 
Palomas, they don't care for company. Man, they don't cause me any trouble, so. But, but, but you got a call from... Um... Uh, his mother said he hadn't come home for a couple of days. Uh, says here he was a young man. Thirteen. He's a 13-year-old boy. Thirteen, and from what I learned made sense at the time, he'd made off on his own. I had no impression of any other wrongdoing, so. He was missing. A 13-year-old boy is missing. From Palomas. And it slipped off your desk? You know what? Maybe. And how does that happen? Because we had an active shooter at a Walmart kill seven civilians and wound two officers. Listen, buddy, there's probably a way things are done in the city. I'm telling you, it's different here. Practically. And then it's different again in Palomas. You want a story? Do one on the dangers of dwindling police presence. There's not enough of us to go around out here. I pull doubles to drag ass across this desert and do the best I can. Kid is in the system. I got the call. I put him in the system. I figured if the town made a ruckus, they'd call. But in Paloma's fashion, they did not. Do you got something against this place? No. No more than any other municipality of desert rats. That place likes to keep to itself. And like I said, hardly any trouble out there. So they earn the wide berth. How goddamn strange they are isn't even part of the equation. Now, what makes these people strange? They have, I don't know, a unique relationship to the desert. How's that? Have you talked to anyone in town? Um, no, you're my first call. I, I was hoping to contextualize the investigation, but... Yeah, um... well, when you talk to these people, you get it. You know, desert people are different. Just a different pace, mostly. Palomas, though? I think they isolated themselves too well, too long. Enough time on your own, you'll talk to volleyballs. You know? So you think they're crazy? I know they're unique. Listen, I were you. I'd head home. Don't need any trouble in a town that quiet. But you already have it. It seems to me you have a missing child to yes, find. Yes, he's in the system. Are you scared of this town, Deputy? I call it a healthy respect. That keeps you from fulfilling your investigation? It's in the system. Don't mind you recording that. Everything has been done by the book. Don't need to say any more on that. Well, that's a shitty book then. You gotta agree. You don't like it? Vote. Look, I better get back. Uh, yeah, uh, sure, okay. Yeah, a little advice for the city slicker? Stay out of the desert at dusk. Dangerous place. City slicker? And if you'd be so kind to lose my fucking number, that'd be great. Wow. Wow. Well, shit. Okay, that may have been my fault. I mean, he was an asshole, but I may be pushed a little hard. I'd hate for Sandra to have seen that. But how does a boy go missing and it doesn't result in any kind of official search? And I get a real sense he's scared of this place. Or maybe someone here? Who knows? I don't. That's for sure. Just a small town kid lost to this town and lost again in some faulty system. (sighs) I don't know. I need to talk to his family. But how in the hell do I find them? I I was hoping to ask around to get pointed in the right direction once I... You know what? Forget it. I'm heading out anyway. What the hell? Let's get lucky. Notes. Uh, I've been walking around instead of driving. 
I figure if coyotes are nocturnal, they do a good job of keeping out of the midday sun. Um, checking community bulletins, shop windows for missing persons posts or something, but no luck. Also, still, nobody. It's getting weird. It's like the Langoliers or something. You know, while I'm here, this, this obelisk in the park, it's it's taller than I thought. It's really... It, it gives the impression of being too tall. <laughs> like some optical illusion. It seems to grow if only by a few inches the closer you get to it. It's, it's a dark stone. I don't know my rocks, but I guess it reminds me of marble, and it's been smoothed. What? Wow. Wow, it's... I, I expected it to be very hot, so dark and in the sun, but it's... It's cool, it's pleasant to the touch. Walking around it, I don't see an inscription or a... Oh, wait, there's a spiral. There's a spiral over here. So small, it's a couple of inches. It seems like an intentional design, though not a very extravagant one. Uh, maybe it was a project from some kid, you know, put a chip in this huge thing. Who knows? What a waste. The thing is just the thing. Makes a first impression, though, that in the phone booth. Wait. The phone booth. The... The old defunct phone booth that maybe... Maybe, maybe has... <laughs> a phone book! A town directory that's... That's a, a decade old, but... Yeah, that's the expected amount of pedices, but if this town is as old as it looks, maybe they've all kept their landlines, and I'd have a way to start. <laughs> okay, I got a book of phone numbers and addresses. I'll go make some calls and see if I can find the right door to knock on. I'm thinking it's already more than Deputy Asshat ever did. Shit. This is try number six. I expected to call this much, but I didn't expect so many dead lines. Like, where the fuck is everyone? It's enough to make me feel like I'm actually alone out here. I was about to just go knocking on doors for the evening once it cooled down, but I'm not exactly endeared to the wildlife right now, so... Hello? Uh, hello? Uh, hi. Hello. Uh, I'm calling for Florentina Perez. Is this she? Are you Florentina Perez, mother of Angel Perez? Sí. ¿Por qué me estás llamando? Uh, I'm Sebastian Reyes. Um, I'm sorry. Um, estoy haciendo un reporte para el periódico sobre tu hijo, Angel. Quiero ayudar a encontrar a tu hijo. Entiendo que la policía no te está ayudando y no y eso no está um, bueno, señora. Tú tienes un um, tú tienes un derecho de saber dónde está su niño, Ángel. Tu español is bad. Yes, my Spanish is definitely very bad. I'm sorry. ¿Tú me entiendes? Yes, I understand you perfectly. I just don't speak it well. I think I'm a little Yo nervous. Yo so. no tengo nada que decirte a ti sobre mi hijo. 
Yo no sé quién te dio mi número, pero no me debes de haber llamado. No, 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 no. I found your number in the phone book, and and I'm trying to help you find your son. I know your family has been completely neglected by local law enforcement, and I think that's wrong. Señora, no one is looking for your son. Yo and estoy buscando a mi hijo. Right. Lo busco hasta que mis pies sangran. Of course, of course you're looking for him, señora. I didn't mean to imply that you weren't. Tú no sabes nada de lo que está pasando aquí. Esto es un infierno. No hay esperanza aquí. Hey, don't lose hope, señora. I can help you find Angel by bringing attention to this case. No lo to... vas a encontrar. Si su propia madre no lo encuentra, ¿cómo lo vas a encontrar tú? Que no sabes nada. Hey, hey, I can try. I can try to help you find him. The police aren't helping him because they aren't paid to. They don't care. And yet you still reached out to them for help. Eso fue un error. Well, mistake or not, they didn't help you and they don't care to help you. They call your people desert rats. But you don't deserve that and Angel doesn't deserve this. So I came all the way from Chicago to put a story to the face of a missing boy. Help me help you find your son, Señora Pérez. ¿Por qué? ¿Por qué te importa encontrar a Ángel? ¿Quién te mandó? No one sent me. I, I came because the story of a missing boy from a town too poor to get the help it deserves called me to this place. I came because if it was me, I'd want someone to tell my story and help my mom. It was impulsive, but it's what's right. Ese impulso no fue tuyo. Trust me, no one in Chicago wanted me to do the story, so... <laughs> y no les hiciste caso. No, but I don't make a habit of doing what other people tell me to do. I do what I feel is my purpose. El diablo nunca duerme. So if there's something you know that you think might help me tell Angel's story, share it with me. I'll make sure to get the story into the hands of people who will understand your struggle and want to do something to change it. Nadie puede cambiar lo que está pasando aquí. Ángel lo sabía. Y tú lo vas a saber también. Okay, what will I know? No le des tu mano al desierto. Okay, I'm... I'm sorry, I don't understand. You will. Cuando Ángel tenía cinco años, lo dejé solito en el jardín para chequear la estufa. Me fui solo un momento. Okay, um, uh, real quick. This happened when he was five, so this was eight years ago, yeah? Sí. Okay. Cuando volví, lo encontré parado, bien quietito, enfrente de un coyote, mirándolo a los ojos. Okay, wait. I... I just want to make sure I'm understanding. You left him for a moment, and when you came back, he was just standing in front of a coyote? Sí. Nunca había visto un coyote como ese. Parecía un demonio. Un demonio enojado. Tenía el pelaje parado, listo para atacar sus dientes mojados. Señora, I think I've seen that coyote. That thing was terrifying. Me quedé congelada. Y le pedí al universo que se detuviera. Y por la gracia de Dios, el tiempo se detuvo. Quieto. Y por un momento, Ángel estuvo a salvo. 
seguía siendo mío. Pero antes de que pudiera reaccionar, Ángel simplemente le ofreció su mano al monstruo. Cuando grité, el coyote ya lo había tomado por el brazo y lo arrastraba. Pero ¿por qué? ¿Por qué Ángel ofreció su mano a ese thing? Porque el diablo nunca duerme. Ese impulso no fue de mi niño. Fue del más allá. El coyote arrastró a Ángel y se lo llevó hacia la oscuridad. Y yo, yo me tiré encima del coyote a la casa y agarré sus mandíbulas con mis manos, las separé y tiré y empujé hasta que escuché sus huesos quebrarse. Mi niño, sangriento, en el piso. El diablo, desmembrado. Muerto. Y yo, herida, pero viva. Mi hijo, vivo. Levanté a mi pequeño ángel y sangramos juntos. Caminamos de vuelta a la casa. Pero ángel nunca lloró. Jamás gritó. Señora, what? What do you mean when you say he never cried? He, he was five. He'd been mauled by a coyote that he watched you kill. That must have been horrifying for the boy. No. El tranquilo. Me consoló. Él a mí. Mi ángel. Recuerdo que le grité. Estaba tan enojada. ¿Por qué le ofreciste tu mano? ¿Por qué, ángel? Me miró, calmo, lleno de la gracia del Espíritu Santo, y me dijo, no es la culpa del coyote, mamá. El desierto lo mandó. Ángel uh, said the desert sent it. Sí. He estado peleando con el desierto desde entonces. Sacrifiqué todo para salvar a Ángel. Igual, el desierto se lo llevó a él y a todos los demás. Y te va a llevar a ti también, Sebastián. Nunca la vas a encontrar. Y probablemente tampoco lo encuentre yo, pero yo, yo no puedo parar. Voy a seguir buscando. Señora, Hasta que el desierto me, me lleve a mí también. Please. O lo encuentro a él o encuentro a quien se lo llevó. Sebastián, escúchame. No puedo matar al desierto. Pero un hombre... Un hombre es simplemente un hombre. What the fuck? I'm just typing in circles. I just... Just can't pin this thing down. The interview night was just so... Ángel may not have been lost. According to Pérez, he might have been 
taken. And I want to believe her. It's just that everything she said was just so unbelievable. I'll just have to circle back later. Don't want to burn two leads in a day. I need to be more careful. Deputy made it clear he'd just as soon have nothing to do with this place. If anything happened, I couldn't depend on help. I can't stop thinking about what she said. I, I just keep imagining a little boy standing in front of that coyote I saw and offering himself. <laughs> Deputy said how strange this place was. Bettis makes me wonder if there's actually something to it. Because the night here is so quiet, it leaves too much room for my imagination for a wonder. I can feel my brain bloom at night. Let's all the darken. Hey fam, you're listening to The Fifth World, written by Gabriel Ruiz and co-directed with Lorena Diaz. This episode features ensemble members Gabriel Ruiz as Sebastián, Nate Santana as Deputy Reigns, and Cruz González Cadel as Florentina Perez. Editing by Giselle Castro, additional engineering and sound design by Mikhail Fixel. Funding provided by Ventures Theater Fund and Chicago Latino Theater Alliance. Teatro Vista is going multimedia to bring the four walls of the theater to you. Forward together. This is a Teatro Vista joint.